Hello, everybody, and welcome to Paul and Bertie podcast, or Bertie and Paul podcast. One of these days we'll make a decision. How you doing, yep. Bertie? I'm doing fine, Paul. How are you? How's yeah. things all right? Very well. Very, very well just now, yeah. Enjoying. I like this sort of time. I like this kind of weather. And, uh, yeah, I've just been really good weekend and enjoying this week. So, what about yourself? Yeah. Enjoying uh, myself. Enjoy uh, good weekend. Uh, lots of football. Uh was a talking points, a lot of flashpoints. Flashpoint. You, so, you, you watched the Hibs, Hibs Aberdeen game, didn't you? First of all, I did. You? I did. Uh, I sat and watched Hibs Aberdeen on uh, Saturday afternoon. Thought it was a decent game. Uh, Hibs done all right. Aberdeen also looked well. The guy uh, Martin Boyle, mm-hmm. uh, he was very, very good. Good wing, good winger. Looks very, very pacey. Um, but also, I thought Gary Mackay Stephen had a had a very, very good game. Yeah, good for him. Uh, it pro- probably should have been sent off towards the end. But uh, I had a good game, enjoyed it. Yeah, what about yourself? Uh, Livingston, were you on the Livingston game? Yeah, I was watching. Uh, yeah, I watched a bit of Livingston. A bit of Livingston. It's St. Mirren. Get guess who's on the bench for Alan Stubbs. For Alan Stubbs? Yeah. Who's our, who's our first team coach? Uh, Danny Lennon or something like that? No, it wouldn't be Danny Lennon. Darren Jackson. Darren Jackson, is it? Darren? <laughs> Darren. <laughs> Hot off his, his last successful job of assistant manager to Gary Locke and Wraith Rovers. I mean, <laughs> well, Stubbs, are, you know Stubbs, I mean? Stubbs is, he's, he's, a guy was on the radio, I think it was last night, was it last night, the St. Mirren fan, he just, he's like, he, he asked for him to go. <laughs> I mean, he's like, three games. <laughs> Stubbs in. has been there, what, three games, aye? Stubbers. Off. Get rid. Yeah, Get rid. So, so with Darren Jackson the bench, but he, he went from Darren Jackson. Dundee United I mean, to moving the cones to assistant manager at St. Mirren. Aye. aye. A heady a heady rise. So but I suppose I mean maybe Alan Stubbs trusts him. Maybe he does, maybe he's, in these positions you need somebody you can trust, I suppose, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dan Jackson. So maybe maybe that maybe he trusts Darren, aye. So you enjoyed so well. Where can we start off? Where can we start off? Uh... Well, as I said, as I said, I'd like to do it every week with the European ties. If you don't mind, I'll start with the European ties. Swashbuckling. A swashbuckling performance in Sudova. Yep. Uh, one each draw mm-hmm. against a team that can probably be described as Albion Rovers. <laughs> sort of, around about that sort of standard. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what's the game? And they were abs. I thought Sudova were absolutely dreadful, and Celtic were were worse. I mean, I don't know how over the last just it just seems to be since Athens scored against us at Parkhead, the Celtic has just completely collapsed. Yeah, just went into a pure tailspin. I like a, I like a pass. Was, I like a pointless pass on the back, don't they? Oh, I mean, it's just pass it forward, pass it forward. Like it goes to the halfway line, and then it's back across, and back across, and it's there's no everything just seems so pedestrian and. There's no like incisive passing. I know it's hard to play against ten guys behind the ball or whatever, but I mean you've done it that many times now. You should surely be de- half decent at it. You should surely be good at it. Breaking teams like that down, but does they does they really seem to be? And then uh, the glorious Glasgow Rangers. I don't know if you've seen that game. Well, uh, some of it. Ufa is it Ufa you call them? Is that how you pronounce it? Ufa. Thing is, you've got to watch these teams are playing because they're buying all their players after they beat them. I know, that's it. They're after another uh, one of these Osijek, is it a winger? Yeah. 
two and a half million pounds wire or something like that. Two, two million, well, it's a two million worth deal, so usual. Pay, Aye, two, pay, two million pounds. You pay them, was it? They pay them 750,000 the first year, then 1.3 just to get rid of his contract. The second year. <laughs> some, some like that, aye. So, but, they, uh, so they're, they're through. They're, I thought, they're I thought it was host. very good. I watched it. Oh, they're home and hose without a doubt. I mean, this youth I'm all are, are rotten. Uh, but they, I mean, they showed enough in the first game to to to, to convince me that there are absolutely no pushovers. But I watched I watched the game. Uh, I watched the, the Rangers UFA game on uh, Rangers TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and uh, I, I don't know. I, I I put my two hands up there. I need to do a bit more sort of research into this guy. But it's Tom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom. I don't know his second name. The the, the Rangers commentator Tom. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was Connor Goldson that got the goal. He yeah. managed to to it was yeah. a sort of scrappy thing at a corner and it was like a sort of tap in and he so he, he fired it in and it was uh, it's Connor Goldson Goldson Connor Goldson G O A L D S O N Connor Goldson Oh my god man <laughs> Yeah but I buy Tom you know what I mean He's 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 a new guy. He's a he's a new man. He's a he's a he's a the the, the concrete foundations they're going to build their their yes. European and league campaign against, and then three, day, so three, three days later he's like <laughs> three days later he can't he can't stand up at Fir Park. It was but, it was raining in Lanarkshire. My father told it, me it was raining. It was. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was. I mean, it was uh, heavy rain. Uh, but and, and I mean everybody was talking before the game about how good the the Fir Park pitches. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean the, the groundsmen they do an absolute magnificent job at Fir Park and the pitch is in absolute tip top condition. So I don't I don't know maybe it was a, maybe it was the wrong footwear add on I don't I don't know but it certainly went down like a sack of spuds. On the, on and uh, and uh, I mean, it was a great finish, but it, the, the guy, the the boy as well, Johnston. I think it's, it's Johnston. You call it a great goal. It's a great goal. Brilliant finish. Brilliant finish. I mean, especially against a, a goalkeeper of uh, of uh, Alan McGregor's magnitude. You know, Al- Alan McGregor keeps himself very, very fit, Bertie. He's a, he does. He's, yeah. a, he's a winner. He's yeah. changed. He's matured as a, as an adult. He's the sort of guy you want in the changing room. You want him to. Yeah. To grab the defence, he can marshal the defence, he can get the encouragement to young boys. He's just an all-round professional who doesn't doesn't do anything snidey whatsoever during the game. No, 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 no. I mean, I've never. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how long he played for Rangers in his first spell, five, six years, maybe some yeah, along those yeah, lines. First Rangers, yeah. Never seen, never seen anything untoward. Or, 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 or as it happens with Scotland, I mean, you'd never be, never catch him sitting on the bench with Barry Ferguson or, or no. be banned from international playing international football altogether for his conduct. He didn't do anything this weekend either, Barry. That's the, that's the beauty of it. He just no, I mean, he just fell. He just fell. He, the, the guy, the guy just bumped into him and he fell. A, yeah, but he didn't do anything because it wasn't reported. So you have to move Aye. on. You have to be the that's big, it. be the bigger man. He Be is, the bigger man, is that it? The thing is, he can play for another three years. It's not oh, easy. I mean, it's it's shape, it's he keeps said, himself in. As you said, he's lo- he looked after himself. He has, he's looked after himself. You can see that. Griggsy. Griggsy, is that the technical term, is it? <laughs> I, I looked at the... I was on the half-time, usual sort of Christian baptism. So I, was, I had to dive down a moment from the house to somebody else's house to get something for the kids. 
So at halftime, they were, they were on the, tr- the, the radio. But I don't know who was. There's no Rangers guys on the radio now. There was a new Rangers guy. And his exact, exact words were, Rangers have been solid to the full first half. Solid. Take it it's, off. It's... It's Lee McCulloch. Was it Lee? But his voice had changed it's slightly. Lee he's, he's got more it's, politer. It's big jig. It's, it's Lee McCulloch. Yep. And he, he's like they've been solid for the first half. Absolutely solid. They're just taking on their 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 form for the last thirteen games. Absolutely solid. Then he says, "Well, it's set for the two dodgy goals." Of <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. He actually said that. He did. You're he like, did. I Lee. heard it. I heard it. Oh, you're like, hmm. And then you, you turn on Twitter and suddenly you see Ghost and did a Stevie G impersonation. Yeah, and uh, uh, I, 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 and also as well, I thought they'd won because I, you I thought they'd won the game. Yeah, because it was ninety-two minutes or ninety minutes, and I'd sort of looked and went, oh, and then I just thought on the next game, trying to see if I could get back and see if I could catch the Celtic game. Uh-huh. And, and I just thought they'd won until like I think it was a Celtic blog. I should look at one of the yeah, he's fantastic, blah blah blah. But look, they're still going to get five points. I was like, uh-huh. wait a minute, they should have. And I was like, oh. Ah, they should have seven. Yeah, they don't, they only have five. Yeah, so oh. they've got, drew with Aberdeen, beat St Mirren. Mm-hmm. Convincingly, I mean, oh, convincingly, a convincing win against St Mirren. Yeah. And uh, they've, they've, drawn, they've drawn against Motherwell mm-hmm. at Fir Park. Just a funny, a funny point. If, uh, if, which we'll talk about, we will come to later on in the programme. Uh, if Celtic beat them at the weekend and they beat St Johnston and Dundee in their next two games, so they'll end up with 11 points. Is that right? It means that they're basically yep. for six games of the exact same points total as Pedro Cassinha. That's what they were last year. Exact same. Well, there you have it. When, it's a wind of change. It's a wind of change through. But you can see that you can see they're building something, Paul. I think. I mean, you can see they're building something. They brought in all these players. I think they're better than the players that they brought in last year. Different beast from last year. Ah, It's a different animal. Last year they were all over the place. Although we didn't tell you that at the time, but they were all over the place. Anybody could see that, except we didn't tell you that at the time. And now they're a different beast. We'll roll on. Roll on Saturday or Saturday? Is it Saturday? So Sunday, Sunday morning. Yeah, so Celtic game then, uh, Boyata returns. Boyata comes back. What's your thoughts on Boyata coming back? I mean, I, I'm one of these, I, I don't know. I don't really agree with what Boyata done, but I don't really think that booing him when he plays in the park is the answer. If you know what I mean? I don't really think that's the way to go. I've got a thing, I've got a thing about booing. Celtic players, but don't get me wrong, I've done it enough. <laughs> I've done it enough myself. You're the you're, but, the, you're the greatest booer of all time. You've been <laughs> such a loud boo. Andy booing, Walker, I booed Andy Walker. <laughs> senseless <laughs> when it was when he come back. But so I can't really cast a stone. You know I mean, I'm no uh, in a glass house throwing stones. But I think I think that uh, after after the Fergus McCann thing. After Fergus McCann was flying the flag and he was roundly booed, but just about the whole stadium, I just, I, I just don't, I, I don't think we can be doing that kind of stuff. After, after my little brother booed Jock Brown, uh, Jock Brown as well. I got him ousted. Yeah, but that always sort of put a crow in the nest. Know what I mean, that was aye. That was. But the... I don't think, I don't think 
booing Boyata. But to be fair to Boyata, I thought he'd done well. I thought he came through the game pretty well. Obviously, he didn't really have an awful lot to do defensively because Aki's just sat 11 men behind the ball, 10 men behind the ball sort of thing. Um, but I thought Boyata done really well. Decent game. Scored his goal. But again, Celtic, so pedestrian. Yeah, we need we better look. Well, first of all, the Beata piece you asked me, Beata, he should never have played for Celtic again in an ideal world. But if Celtic, yeah. if Celtic want to win the league, they've got to uh, play their best players. Yeah. And we need to win. We just need to win on Sunday. She beat... Play your best players. That's why Rogers is the manager. You keep saying he's got to turn his corn now. So he's got to turn his corn. So, but in, in your heart, he should never have played for Celtic again. But we, we don't have any players. Like Celtic is a well, that's huge club. We don't have any players to play at the back, and we could have drawn that game, and we could be sitting at five points. Or what, 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 that's what, right. No, you're, so you're hundred percent right. We don't have we don't have the riches. We don't have the the. The squad to leave a player like Boyata sitting in the bench or oh. rotting in the under twenty ones. At the minute, we don't have the squad to do that kind of thing. We keep. I think we have to. We have to give some balance again. You asked last week, are Rangers back? You can, you can ask this week, are the Jam Tarts back? Well, Hearts are pulling up some trees at the minute. I think would you, you would describe it. Hearts are playing really well. Three wins out of three, and they've been to some difficult places. You know. 2005-2006, eight games, first eight games unbeaten, ten, eight, first games, eight games they won, ten games unbeaten. That's only, that's not that far off, that's not long, that's not that long ago that they were able to do was, that. Was that George Burley? Yeah. Aye. So, and, and that year they split Celtic and Rangers and Chris Boyd was the top goal scorer. So, yeah. we, everybody talks about lack of competition, but then... It's only is it thirteen years ago that this this happened, and they, and that's them without losing a manager after ten games with Graham Ricks and about ten other different managers. I think Jim Duffy was a manager at some stage. I so think he was. Aye, it's not within the realms of fantasy that the Jamie Tarps could keep going. It, it gets come. Uh, is it Kilmarnock? St John's Kilmarnock. Kilmarnock at the weekend. Yep. We Macy hit the post and all that. So I, I don't know. I don't know, it's good. To, Aberdeen this time last year had nine points. I think Celtic had nine points. And maybe Hibs. So the Hearts are, are, are well out on their own this year. And, and good. I mean, I'm not, I don't like Hearts whatsoever, but good for them. Well done. Ah, Just keep, keep the pressure yeah. going. So, Baata, we're old, we're old men. I'm going to keep saying it, we're old men. Baata, years ago would have been spitting, but I think you just have to be practical about it. But uh, we had off the ball. Off the ball, I didn't. I didn't hear any oh, off the ball oh, on Saturday at all. You jarred me after telling me that you don't listen to it anymore. So I mean, I mean, listening to you, you know, I take your your counsel to heart. Off the ball, yep. the question of the day is: Scottish yep. is the fo- Scottish football fan being conned, right? Uh huh. So that was it. They tweeted it out, and then in the next breath, our guests tonight are David Farrell and Leanne Crichton. And I'm like, I'm like, never mind the Scottish football fan. What about me? Is the listener being con? Is the listener being con? Very, very much so. David Farrell? Oh, and Leanne Crichton. I mean, 
So I was David David Farrell's a great coach. He's a great he's a great coach, great number two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was Alec Ray's number two. Was he? Was when he? he was, yeah, he was. Yep, David Farrell. I'm sure he was Alec Ray's number two when he was at uh, Dundee. Was he Dundee? Oh, gee, I, I couldn't listen to it. I actually couldn't Alec listen Ray. to it. Alec oh, Ray, it's horrendous. Oh, I'm, I'm so devastated. I thought that was a, a program for life, but I mean, no. they're really struggling. I mean, I'd have listened to you all night. Half. What was the What was the shortbread uh, question? No, what I didn't was listen the... to it. Oh, actually, after that conversation, I was like, I can't do this anymore. I had too much other content to listen to, so I just. I just couldn't listen to it. Aye. So the Scottish football ground eleven or something like that. Like, I mean, it's just absolute rubbish. I think the ship sailed, Paul. There's room for us yet. There's hope for us yet. And I, I need to read out my Auntie Claire. Auntie Claire sent me a Auntie Claire sent me a, a message after she was she thought we were favourable, more favourable to Armstrong than we were to Brata. Right. Which, uh, Auntie Claire, my Auntie Claire took me to my first game and stuff like that so she always she always 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 is good at pulling me up Claire said no player is bigger than a club let's get behind the club and their efforts to get fresh blood and believe me they are trying hard so that's my auntie well, Claire she, she gave me a sort of a, a, a sort of a sort of a, a solemn solemn uh, phrase just to sort of put me back down and say look don't but is Celtic going to buy any players? Well, that's, that's my, that was my point. Where's the fruits of the labour at the minute? Where is the fruits of the labour? We've heard, we've heard rumours about uh, Douglas Luiz, the he's guy a, from Manchester City. He's away somewhere else, is he not? They're, well, I don't know. That, uh, he may, unless it was done today. I think he's um, away. I think, I think he's away. Was at, I think he was at Girona last season, wasn't he? And uh, it was between us and I think there was a couple of other clubs involved. Mm-hmm. But he might be away. I don't know. He might be. I thought I read today. I can't check it, but I thought I read today he disappeared. Because that, that's why that's what I was thinking about the Celtic family and the day in the life of a Celtic fan just now nowadays. And it's just like, check Twitter. Check the daily, the daily, the daily record transfer. <laughs> <laughs> check Twitter. Go on lunch. Yep. Check some bloggers. You get some random Aye. random name that gets thrown out. Five minutes later, you sign for somebody else. Aye. Like it's absolutely it's, like, it's living in purgatory. You're just like sad. We are. It's terrible. My brother asked me tonight. Chunks asked me tonight. Are we going to buy anybody? And in my heart of hearts, I don't think we are. Yeah, you're, you're correct, Paul. You are correct. Turkish giants Fenerbahce have reached an agreement in principle to sign Douglas Luiz on loan oh. from Manchester City. I spent last night having a wee look at him trying to do a bit of work for this. And then it doesn't even matter. We don't even get like 12 hours out of the rumour. Away he goes. Aye, he's gone. So, the ser- so but apparently apparently the the story uh, the story of the, the transfer dealings was that Brendan Rodgers, it was in the, it was in the paper on Saturday, that Brendan Rodgers had told the board that they wanted three signings. Mm-hmm. Now, the three signings were uh, Edward was one of them, John McGinn was the other one, and the other one was, I can't remember his name, but he was a left, he was a right back, right and back. I think he he signed for, is it Sevilla, maybe? Yeah. So I think it was a Spanish club anyway. Yeah, I had his name, I had his name, but like that, apparently, apparently, we, apparently, apparently, the deal was done for this guy. Apart, apart the, the the word on the street is that the deal was done for this guy. 
they had agreed, I think it was a four million fee or four and a half million fee for this right back. Mm-hmm. We went over, we we'd went over, flew over to Spain or whatever it was to sign the guy and he'd signed for somebody else. So, but I mean, it doesn't spark you. I mean, right back. I don't. No, I know. Celtic have went from a team that you could hear nothing from, zero zilch, right? To a team suddenly there's rumours and all that sort of stuff. It's like, so what is it? A Celtic a team that nothing comes out of, or I mean, the best bit actually I liked about the weekend with Beata was that okay, there's a banner. There's all sorts of booing for 10 minutes or two seconds, whatever it is. But, it, but the, the, all the players got together after the goal and they seemed to be as a team. So if yeah. any, anything, see, the, the, there's, there's Celtic Football Club, there's the board, there's the management team. And there's also the team of players, the group of players. And if Boata brings the players closer together, or, or I don't know, like, it might be a good thing that's happened that, the players might get a good result on Thursday night, hopefully, because I don't, I don't see it's a foregone conclusion. And then, I mean, I'm no. really looking forward to the weekend. I think, I think we can really turn on a show at the weekend if Duardo is fit. Lee Griffiths, although people are saying he's he's carrying a caravan nowadays, but if Griffiths gets back up to some sort of fitness, then Delhi keeps fit. I mean, that's still an oh, that's a still, and if we go back to that two up front. Uh, Aye, if, the way we started the season and if if Stevie G decides Stevie G who was quite funny he was on like uh, uh, Randy Savage's programme and stuff like that before and like, can you win the league <laughs> giving it all the big legs but if he ma- if he wants to match up against Celtic and play 3-5-2 then I think that's I think that's foolish because I think that the Cel- teams that change to play against Celtic always come up always come up they call it they always get beat because they're changing their formation. They should just stick to the formation and see if they can beat us that way. But with that type of strike force, I think that would be the most exciting exciting Celtic uh, performance. Could be the most exciting Celtic performance uh, we could get this for the next last couple of months and that all I would forgiven. That's what they did last year. They were rubbish for a couple of And then suddenly, boom, they'd smash Aberdeen or boom, they'd turn on a great performance against Rangers. I can't see why it won't happen. But then, we'll just soon time will tell. I think it was. I think it was on the radio. I can't remember who it was. It was one of the pundits. I, I think it might have been Hugh Keevans. He said that at the at the minute Celtic need to play Rangers. They need to play a big, big game to sort of wake them up. I think. Well, we were we I were think, we were on fire, but the preseason we were playing really well. But Delhi got an injury. Edward got an injury. He was sort of left by himself. These two guys and Lee Griffiths is coming back. Like Celtic can go back on fire. Like it's not as if we're just we're a bad team overnight. We do need players. We do need defenders. But we we, we are more than capable of turning up, turning up and turning on a show on Thursday night and then repeating it on Sunday. More than capable. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think also it might actually be a, a good thing for for Rangers as the, the European game because hopefully they won't be sh- well. Hopefully they do shout their mouths off. But I think there'll be too many games for them to start shouting their mouth off and do their usual nonsense in the pre- press. What about well, uh, what about Lee Wallace coming back? Lee Wallace back. <sighs> Lee Wallace back into the fold. Mm-hmm. A cameo a cameo role. And uh, 
Well, to be honest, I don't think it was him that cost the goal. I think it was Tavernier, wasn't it? It was Tavernier that lost his man at the back post. I think what's happened is Tavernier seen him coming on and Lee Lee Wallace holds himself like the Rangers captain. Captain Breakfast came on on the pitch. Aye, he had his first class breakfast. He said to Tav, Tav, have your man. Take that guy there, that guy Peter Hartley. And uh, Tav's like, who are you talking to? (laughs) Don't don't you know? I'm Tavernier. I get pictures beside the bath and the Queen with all his boots on. I'm the Rangers <laughs> captain. Before you know it, your man Hartley's like, thank you very much. Take it. Aye. If the, the script was written for your man Hartley as well after what he came out and said through the week. Yeah, but I mean, you know, he had to apologise during the week and all that nonsense, you know. Aye. Aye. Um, yeah, yeah. So I am I am full with optimism with the weekend. I'm, I'm full, not as much optimism actually on Thursday night. I think that'll be a harder affair, but I think in the weekend, I think Celtic will take care of business. And uh, well, hopefully, I think. I mean, I think we've got it in the locker. As, as I said, you, as, as you've said, we showed last year. Big when the big games when we need to go out and win a game. Nine times out of ten, we do win it. Mm-hmm. We, we I, showed, there was questions getting asked of us last year against Aberdeen. We went up to Petardry and just blew Aberdeen away. Uh, and then the, the come comes calling the Rangers game in the cup. Everybody's oh no! I mean, Rangers Rangers fans celebrating that they got Celtic the cup, and then Celtic just went out and blew them away. Yeah. So hopefully, at the weekend we just we just go out and turn it on. But it remains to be seen. Rangers, as we said, are a different animal. They're a different animal question, now. Question for you. Question for you. The the are Rangers weaker than they were last year at the back, as in terms of. Because uh, I was talking about my brother just five minutes ago, ten minutes ago, and Rangers had Danny Wilson last year. They had That's right. Alves, the Candias, the Candias. They had a couple of other boys that were playing. So I don't think they've got those players anymore. I don't. I, I don't think they've got strength and depth, and it doesn't look as if they're going to buy another defender. So you know, like your Conor Golson and Kadich will have to play a lot of games for them this year. I, you'd argue that they're actually stronger in, in backup, not as players, but as backup. Because I, I don't think they have, I don't think they've, they, they have any cover at the minute. Ross McCrory, I suppose, he can go in and play centre-half, but I don't think that's his natural position. No. Danny Wilson, 20 games for Colorado Rapids. It's funny how these sort of guys just disappear and just go and play their trade. Yeah, Bruno Alves appeared for Parma one game. Jason Cummins, Peterborough, five yep. games, five games, six goals in League One in England. It's just I, I was just looking up because I always think it's really funny how we get carried away with all these players when they just disappear and go and play football low key elsewhere. Yeah, and it's no big just, deal. Just see, what, it's just a job. see when you were talking, see when you were talking about Colorado uh, Rapids there. Rapids, yeah, it just. It just uh, it just quickly uh, put me in uh, mind of the, the Johnny Russell thing. I don't know. I don't know if you heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the, the BBC, yeah. <laughs> the BBC podcast. Oh, I couldn't move. It was one of the most uncomfortable interviews ever. Check young. It's like, <laughs> aye. So Johnny, did you? What, what did you do? Jump out that window? I know. I, know. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about, Chick. Sounds like me. <laughs> sounds like me. <laughs> And Richard Gordon's trying to be the ultimate professional. Richard's trying Aye. to keep it all together. Chick Young's just throwing cheeky old man comments at him. Because obviously Johnny Russell's done something. But Johnny wants to give the opinion. 
again, he wants to be the elder statesman now. He's he's got you know the main man. He's the main man. He's a grown adult, and then suddenly, Chuck Young asks him. Remember that time he jumped to the window when we were playing away to Lithuania? Aye, oh, I was aye, like, stitches. I don't know what I'm talking. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> no, I may never phone this show again. <laughs> you're taking the charges for this call. Yeah, <laughs> you're uh, uh, Daryl Daryl Broad Broadfoot. It's just he's Daryl Broadfoot. Comedy. You we think you're funny, but com- I was about to say you think you think you're funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here writing, I'm writing scripts for this program. But uh, your man, uh, Daryl Broadfoot, is a comedy genius, isn't he? Yeah, Daryl Broadfoot is gold. <laughs> Absolute comedy gold. He's, oh, it's, it's just, it's, uh, it's just a fight over, fight over Hamden. So they're arguing about Hamden. They're having an adult discussion. Uh, uh, interesting, we'll get to it. The first BBC Monday night without an EBT representative, which uh, I thought was yeah. rather... rather Rather charming on their behalf, but yeah, Tom English is like, Who I mean, who feels nostalgia for Hamden anymore? This Hamden, who feels nostalgia? And Darbot Foots, well, I was talking to him. What did they say? What did they say? He said he was, he was having a, he was having a chat. I was just, oh, no, no, he said, I, just I, I a casual, just very casual. I just happened to, I just happened to. I, I just happened to be speaking to Emilio Butragueno the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I nearly crashed the car. <laughs> name might, I'm sure it's like, uh, the top I will just pick that name off the floor. <laughs> Emilio Butruguero, what's he? Is he an opera oh. star or something? <laughs> oh, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Broadfoot. And then he started talking about, I mean, in one of the surveys that we did, uh, the decibel levels, are you like, they couldn't oh, even take decibel levels of money. Decibel levels at Hamden are above Murrayfield and I just think I mean to be honest I think the whole idea of taking uh, the making Murrayfield the national stadium is just an absolute non-starter I mean I don't like Camden I don't like Camden as a stadium but Murrayfield is just I don't think it's it's an absolute no-go for me anyway no, no, like, I don't know what your thoughts are on the matter but that's yeah. it's, it's a no-go Hamden's one of these ones where it doesn't really matter because it doesn't matter what you think because whatever they, they're going to do, they're going to do something totally different, aren't they? They're never going to do anything that sort of excites you. I remember I know. the first time I went to Hamden, I remember it. I remember the pints machine. There was a pints uh-huh. machine, that new pints machine up there. And I sat down and I couldn't believe the view that it gave us. I just couldn't believe. I just I couldn't get away with it. You just didn't think about anybody but themselves. I couldn't believe I- the fact that they gave the fans behind the goal such a poor view. I just couldn't, I I couldn't believe it. It still, it still annoys me to this day that you would, all these guys spending millions and millions of, is it taxpayers' money? Or, uh, yeah, it would be, yeah. We can't get some lottery funding, but... And uh, they couldn't, they just couldn't do one thing right. That's uh, idiots. So my, my final question then, we we'll wrap this up, is... Who's your who is your favourite EBT? I think uh, well, I think obviously my favourite EBT has got to be Neil McCann. Yeah. Uh, I th- oh, I <laughs> well, Neil, what's what's his name? Neil Doherty McCann. Doherty, Doherty. Uh, Neil Doherty McCann. I think he owes maybe half a million pound. Yeah. 
maybe maybe six hundred thousand pounds to the tax man. So who's but your I think favorite, uh, favorite in a good way or a bad way. Well, I mean, it's, it's uh, to me, it's in a good way because <laughs> I think he's. <laughs> I think sacked. Neil. <laughs> Neil's going to get sacked, and he's going to find himself where he's going to get sacked from his job at the D. And then, as he gets sacked, Hector's going to chaff his door and say, "Hey, Neil, what's happening with EBT money?" I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure he's dealt with it easy. I mean, surely, surely another, surely another way to look, uh, another one that we should be looking at is the is the current Scotland manager Alec McLeish, who's mm-hmm. also a, an EBT recipient. Recipient. Yeah. One point three or something. Did he get something like that? Yeah. Uh, another broadcast uh, journalist mm-hmm. is uh, Alec Ray, who's mm-hmm. also a, a recipient. I think one point two million pounds, maybe Alec Ray, something around. Somewhere around that sort of area. Is he? Yep. That much money, is he? I no, think so. Surely not. I, I would need to, I've got I've got the, the whole list somewhere. But I, I think Alec Ray is is, is a million pounds, something round about that area. Oh well, that'd be a disaster for him. Wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh well maybe maybe as Alec says, we're just, just touching upon it, just touching upon Alec Ray. Uh, he always just touches upon things when he's he's on the the radio and he's on the media. He just touches upon it. Uh, but uh, I mean, I don't know the EBT thing is just uh, everybody knew it was going to happen. It's all come coming back to roost again. And uh, okay, my 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 fa- it's it's the on you go no on you go. My my favorite EBT guy is was Turtle. Conterman. Bert Conterman? I always thought Conterman. Conterman's looking for like tons of cash, man, 300,000, but I always thought Bert Conterman should have played for Celtic. Yeah, Conterman was good. I always liked him, and my favourite EBT ever is Claudio Cunha. Claudio? Claudio Cunha. Oh, what a play. I always think Celtic would have bought him. He's he's a cool million. You get a million yeah. quid. Like, imagine if Celtic had went I'm sure we went and tried to get him at the time. I'd have loved him to play for Celtic. I'd have yeah. loved it if he played for Celtic. Yeah, at the time it was it was either Celtic or Rangers, wasn't it? And they went yeah, to Rangers, obviously, Rangers because of the... They gave him a cool one million quid. Because of the side letters. But, uh, but perhaps, sorry, I've, I've maybe... Perhaps my favourite EBT, or one of my favourite EBTs, apart from... Uh, Master Mr. McCann is a. I don't know if you you know this guy, a guy called T- Tiro Pentila. Yeah, Tiro Pentila. Yeah, yeah. He get, he get right. A couple of Tiro Tiro Pentila was. Uh, I think if I'm if my memory serves me right, he was a Finnish uh, centre half or a Finnish uh, defender, I think. Mm-hmm. And he was he was a recipient from from Glasgow Rangers. I don't think he actually played a game for Rangers. So, I'm quite to be. I could, I'm quite open to be proven wrong in that one, but Tiro Pentela received £140,000 through a, an employee benefit trust. Jeez. So Tiro, there you have it. Tiro. Oh, there, there's, a, there's another one. There's another good one. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Muscat, yeah, yeah. The, the Australian right back, the sort of utility man, yeah. one £1 million. Pounds. I mean, that's just madness, isn't it? Kevin that is, Muscat. I mean, it, it really is. Kevin Muscat, 
one Jan, million pounds. Jan Wouters. Jan Wouters. Jan Wouters, yeah, the, the assistant manager, or uh, who Chris, else have we got? Chris Burks in there. Chris Burks, or, or, or we've got, uh, or you could have Morris Ross. Morris Ross, uh, Morris Ross, £120,000. Mm. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's the tax man's catching up with them. Claudia Kinija's middle name is Paul. Is it? That's a star for the Holy Goalie, just in case you need a quiz. That's a piece of trivia. Bert Contiment yeah. is a Christian. There you go. Is he? Yeah. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. I thought Kenji would have been a great player for Celtic. I don't love that. But anyway, he would have been. EBT's come home to roost and the BBC stick out their, their stuff again. We'll watch that with... What about treble winning Ranger striker Stephen Thompson? Is he, was he the recipient of an EBT? It's not, no. I, I don't know. He's not. I don't know. I can't see him just now, but I've got a, a bad list in front of me. My eyes need checked. I don't think he has. I don't think he. I don't think he was. No, I don't think so. But he was. He was. He was certainly playing the Rangers round about that sort of period. Yeah. You had to be really bad to get an EBT. You had to be, <laughs> had to be absolutely horrendous. Horrendous. Gregory Vingal. Ah, Gregory Vignal, Yep. Vignal. Gregory Vignal. Ian Murray. I mean, these guys. Ian Murray. Gavin Ray. Fernando. Gavin Ray. Nesto. Gavin Ray. Fernando Nieto. Ah, yeah. Fernando Nieto. He was... Do you not remember Fernando Nieto? Fernando Nieto was the next Batistuta. That's what we were told. This guy is the next Gabriel Batistuta. Gabriel Batistuta. What about Libor Libor Sionko? Libor Sionko. Sionko. Even if he walked past in the street, you wouldn't even know who he was. Wouldn't know him. Or Olivier Bernard. Unbelievable. The thing is, those days have gone now, and now it's just so funny. Uh, yeah, well, you enjoy the weekend. Again, thanks to everybody for listening. Yeah, thanks to very much to everybody trick. for the listeners. It made, my, it made my week to know that Trick punched, punched the air when he heard his name. <laughs> I really got a mention. It made me so happy. He punched the air on Fifth Avenue. Uh, yep. Mikey Dahl wasn't happy that everybody got mentioned except him. <laughs> uh, we seem to be doing well in the listenership and uh, people are listening to us and coming back as well. So I really, really appreciate it. And uh, I, again, I'm going to actually go and play some football tonight. I can't find, that's a lot, I can't find my Celtic strip. Oh, no. My, what one? My, the hoops from last year. Oh, the, the, the thing we won? The one without the sponsor. I can't find the it. One, the one we got for Sweden? Yeah. I can't find it, and you know that way there was a sort of silence of what's everybody seen my Celtic strip. So usually I keep sort of closed tabs of it, but uh-huh. it seems to have disappeared. So, so you so you go in nineteen seventy seven Kenny Douglasian night then? Is that what you're telling oh, it's me? Too, it's too it's warm for long long sleeves. So aye, I, I don't know what I'm doing. Just have to run out like this. I think with my helmet Joe club t-shirt. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, thanks again, Bertie. I really appreciate right, it. Maybe what? maybe next week we'll have the jingle. What's in the jungle? Oh, good. Oh, magic. Good stuff. Maybe next week. Maybe next week. Thanks, Barry. You take care. All the right. best. Thanks a lot, Paul. Cheers. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.